Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Snack or food goes the best with Pop. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, what snack or food goes best with pop? Bradley, why are we asking? Well, you know, I mean, I love Coke and pizza, for example, Diet Coke and pizza, if I'm being honest. Uh, but the main reason we're asking today is I was over at the Food Based, which is a uh, periodical I like to check out at the library on occasion. Yeah, and right. go sit mm-hmm. on the turlet and leaf through. No, it's on the Internet. Okay, I'm what? sorry. I just never had thought about all the books that I may have checked out at a library yeah. that were in the turlet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot. Thanks for that. No, anyway, I was on the, the internet <laughs> yeah. and I read this article. Pepsi Japan, because of course we can't do anything nice here in the United States. Pepsi Japan debuts a cola meant to be paired with fried chicken. Uh, what? Oh, I'm so excited for this. So then I got thinking, like, what do you what's what do you love to pair? pop with 651-641-1071 and while we're waiting and even if you don't call i don't care because uh we got enough to talk about when it comes to food but Mm -hmm. back to pepsi pepsi zero uh in japan has created a new flavor sensation specifically for now in japan uh it's karaage which is their it's not the same as fried chicken but it's like fried chicken pieces Mm -hmm. it's a very unique thing to japan but still think of it like fried chicken and they created this flavor to pair with. And, and I can hear yourself think, Colleen, how do you, I mean, doesn't just Pepsi go good with doesn't just fried Pepsi chicken? go good with fried chicken? Yeah, see, I can hear I would have said go well with fried chicken. I'm just saying, oh, I'm I don't, sorry. maybe you Did didn't you hear my correct things? the rest of my grammar to, on today's show while I'm over <laughs> here talking about fried chicken? I don't think so. Uh, well, with fried chicken, um, because wait, no, what was the question now? Well, do, doesn't just regular pop go yeah. well with fried chicken? Yes, but again, Pepsi Japan has decided to um, take a look at Pepsi itself and determine how they could make it better to pair specifically with fried chicken. And again, you're going to ask, how do they do that? How well, I will that? tell you how they do that, and they do that. Because uh, they're able, well, I read this description. I was like, I don't get this. But then they explain it and it made sense. To achieve this perfect pairing, Pepsi reduced the sweetness and the effervescence Uh. of the cola while also upping the dietary fiber content, which I know you're like, what? Why? 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 Because when you up the dietary fiber content of the Pepsi, that, uh, that somehow diminishes the taste of fatty and oiliness in your mouth. Like, you know, like, so when you're eating fried chicken, you know, fat and oil, fat Mm -hmm. and oil, yummy, yummy, yummy. Right. So this sort of like cuts through that flavor and it gives you, you know, a more refreshing sensation on the palate. Okay. So the next time you bite into your, you know, fried chicken, you're going to get, you know, you're going to take a sip of that Pepsi and it's just going to cut right through it. And you're going to feel this nice, refreshing experience. 
Okay, so listen, the thing that I love about this is like the, pairing beverages with food is not a new or unique thing, right? But usually people do it with like wine and bev- and and like alcoholic Fancy people do it with beverages. Wine. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying like that's like a that is a thing. But but the idea that they're actually taking a look at the pop that you would be drinking anyway yeah. and figuring out how to maneuver it so that it pairs really well with, like, amazing things. Yeah. I love that. Well, and it's just, I mean, it's a great gimmick for the summer, right? This this flavor, you know, again, you're out enjoying the summer. You're having some fried chicken. You get the fried chicken Pepsi. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste like fried chicken, of mm-hmm. course. It's going to taste like Pepsi. Uh, but a special kind of Pepsi that, you know, is supposed to be manufactured to taste better with fried chicken but then i just thought of all the wonderful foods that pop tastes great with i mean like i said pizza and pop to me chips the ideal combo would be pepperoni pizza lays potato chips and a diet coke that for me is like the best combo because the pop mm-hmm. like that that offsets the like super salty super fatty mm. pizza experience mm-hmm. I get that. 651-641-1071. What is the food and pop combination that you just like cannot get enough of? And you know, Bradley, I'm similar to you. It's like, what do I usually drink pop with? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not a big pop drinker. Yeah. I don't drink a lot of pop. But you drink a lot of carbonated beverages. I do. So you could do carbonated water. I, no, I love my LaCroix, but that's but but if I'm going to get a pop, like if I'm okay, for example, if we are driving through a fast food restaurant. Yeah. I I cannot not get Oh, there's something a Diet like Coke. A, a Fountain Diet Coke. Well, to right? me Fountain Diet Dr Pepper is like the, the most best. magical thing ever when you happen upon a fountain with that. Ugh. Streaming down your gullet. Yeah, oh, you're good life to go. Is good. But okay, I will so do fast like a, food yeah, and pop like a for cherry you. coke or a diet coke with uh, French fries and like a chicken sammy or something. Oof, yeah. Yes, thank you. Heather's on the line. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. Heather, what is yes. uh, what's your what's the snack or food that just goes the best with pop? Plain Lay's potato chips. Oh God. You don't need dunk to tell it. me twice. Dunk it. Oh, you dunk it? Cold. Oh, I'm telling you. Dunk Ooh. it. All right. So then do you just like dunk, 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 and then drink the pop? Or like, how does that work? <laughs> I'll waste the pop if there's chunks, but <laughs> I only <laughs> use a little bit. <laughs> You're not alone because I remember I we talked that. about somebody dunking chicken strips in their like fountain coke yeah this sounds familiar. there was a lady i think that went viral for doing this but you for you it's it's lay's potato chips mm-hmm. question do you dunk anything else in your pop i don't okay. i don't dunk anything in anything weird other than that that is so I love interesting it thank you Thanks, heather. heather it's kind of like i mean i have i have said for years and i know a lot of people and i wonder like how did we all know to do this but dipping your French fries in a Wendy's Frosty, yeah. like everybody knows to do that. And yeah, there's they just, should. they should. And there's just nothing like it. But I typically don't dip other fries but in I, anything else or dip anything else in my Frosty. I mean, like I dip it in. I was going to say, you dip your fries in ketchup mayo and mustard or whatever. Mayo. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was going to say, I, I have never done what she has suggested, but now it, I like there's something about that I need to try. So mm-hmm. I will have to try that at some point because I can just imagine the like crispy, salty, mm-hmm. and then uh, just a hint of sweetness. Mm-hmm. I bet that's yummy. I'm actually surprised that Lay's hasn't tried to like give us a, a soda 
flavored chip. Well, they've given us a soda flavored pepperoni because you remember we talked about uh, the Pepsi pizza, Pepsi Roni. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly, do you have like a, a food or a, a, a snack slash pop combo? Oh, movie theater popcorn. Ooh, with pop. Yeah, that's a good one. With yeah, because nothing can cut through the salt and butter. If you're mm-hmm. like me, you oversalt your popcorn, and there's something about pop's ability to just like reset your palate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that is the classic combo. Can't I have can any other it. beverage. You can't have water with movie theater popcorn. Ew. No, that's gross. I will say, you guys, the thing that we all have, well, everybody's had in common is it's always a salty something, yeah. very salty. Like you don't that think makes of, you want pop. You don't think of like pop and like ice cream, ish, right? Like, I want water. When I have ice cream, I want a big glass of Mm -hmm. ice water. Yeah. I don't even... I just count the ice cream as a beverage. I mean... I mean, if you try hard enough. Right? Sure, but it's dry. It's called a malt. Exactly. Well, um... I wish that we could get our hands on some of this, uh... Well, maybe we have a listener in Japan. Send it our way. Uh, Onagaishima, send us some, uh... Pepsi Zero Karaage. Mm -hmm. she? When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, so it's time for sentencing when it comes to Gillian like speaking Maxwell. In sense? Oh, and she's kind of she's up to her old tricks because she does not believe that she wants to do. I she she does not believe that she needs to do all the time that they are recommending, but. Her litany of excuses why is the reason that we're going to be talking about her when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, if I say the words Ghislaine Maxwell, Bradley mm-hmm. Trainer, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Oh, of course. Ghislaine Maxwell. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, okay, so. Um, Apparently now I don't, I don't I'm not a lawyer I'm not a legal expert. That's probably good. Thing. But apparently the phase we are in with Ghislaine Maxwell, who again was the right hand woman to Jeffrey Epstein, yep. who was convicted mm-hmm. of sex, sex trafficking. Um, she is in a she's in what's called a, you know they're in the process of pre-sentencing. Yeah. So she's getting ready to be sentenced for what she's been found guilty for her crimes in helping Jeffrey Epstein yep. carry out the sex trafficking that he was convicted of, and then subsequently uh, he um, he died in jail. Uh, but the original sort of guideline they were giving was about twenty years in prison. Now, what do we know about Ghislaine Maxwell? She's nasty. She don't want to be in prison. Oh, no. She hasn't. She's been incarcerated. She's been in jail up until the trial and ever since the trial, because, of course, then she was convicted. Mm -hmm. So she has not been a free woman for, gosh, it's probably been two years. But she and she does not like it. And she she's been trying to get out since day one, since day one. Um, And uh, she it seems like at every turn she's trying to explain why she shouldn't be there. I want to say at one point, was it her or was it somebody else who was trying to use COVID as a reason to not be in? That was our good friend, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. So, you know, you see a pattern, but she like she has had numerous reasons like she's being mistreated. She's like the prison guards were doing nasty things to her or saying mean things to her. It was all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Well, um, she's up to kind of some of her old tricks. She has her lawyers trying to argue that she doesn't need to do the 20 year maximum sentence. Yeah, she would like to do something more along the lines of. 
four-ish years. And there's a litany of reasons why. uh, And I'll tell you what a couple of them are. One of them is that she says that one of the female inmates in her housing unit has told at least three other inmates that she had been offered money to murder Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. And that she had So why does that mean she should be let out of jail? For her safety, as you know. Okay. Well, maybe just don't put her next to the person who was paid to kill her. Right? I mean, it's... Also, let's investigate that, and if that's a thing, then... Let's take care of that. Exactly. Uh, uh, The uh, the other person or the other thing that she uh, is citing as a reason why she should not be given the entire um, 20 year sentence is because she says that her father, the late uh, Robert Maxwell, was abusive toward her and his other children and that that abuse was part of what made her have the relationship she had with Jeffrey Epstein and not realize how bad the things she was doing were. Oh, so she admits she did those things? Well, I don't, you know, that's a good question, Brad. I, mean, I just, like, you yes, still giving me nothing uh, that indicates that she needs to have less time than the maximum sentence. I mean, you know, again, that's going to be for a judge to decide and your lawyers best, the best your lawyers can do for you is advocate on your behalf and try to get you as minimal a sentence as possible. And that's a part of the American justice system. So good luck to her. And may she, you know, have lawyers who make the best arguments on her behalf. But ultimately, I don't feel like the court is going to give much thought to uh, her problematic childhood insofar as she doesn't take accountability for what she actually did. And it doesn't sound like anything I've read right. that she's taking accountability for any of the things that she did up to and including child sex trafficking. Right. I mean, again, if all those things were true, like if she has tried to account for her behavior, like those are the reasons I think that judges will minimize or not give you the maximum sentence. But she has done nothing. She's but, not doing that. Yeah, she hasn't done any of that. She's just trying to weasel so, her way out of stuff. Well, let yeah. me try this one on you. Okay. And this, to me, is the most egregious one. Oh, um, this is This is, again, and I quote her lawyers, uh, this court cannot sentence Ms. Maxwell as if she were a proxy for Epstein simply because Epstein is no longer here. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ms. Maxwell cannot and should not bear all the punishment for which Epstein should have been held responsible. She has already experienced a hard time during detention under conditions far more onerous and punitive than any experienced by a typical pretrial detainee. 
And she's preparing to spend significantly more time behind bars. Her life, her life has been ruined. Hmm. Your well, thoughts, Bradley Trainer. Should, should have thought of that before she went and child sex traffic. I mean, this is what I this is why I find this so egregious is because she has been found guilty of sex trafficking. Yeah. Guilty. That has nothing to do I mean, she did that of course alongside Jeffrey Epstein, but she was found guilty for her I mean, part of it. And to say that she doesn't deserve to do time for that because her life has already been ruined. Yeah, I don't I guess I don't understand where they're coming up with this evidence. Like I would say if I were the judge and I'm not a judge and that's probably a good thing. But if I were a judge, I would say, uh, show me some evidence that those things are true, that that Mm -hmm. your client is being treated uh, or being held accountable for the sins of someone else. It sounds like she had enough sins of her own yeah. to be held accountable for. And a jury of her peers decided that that was the truth. Mm-hmm. So, again, and also I would imagine if I were a judge that I would take a little bit of umbrage with the tone that mm-hmm. her attorneys are, yeah, you know, putting forth. Like, mm, you're, to me, it sounds like you're saying that we treated her unfairly and I don't think we did. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of assuming going on, and you know what happens when you assume. You stay in jail for 20 years. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy stupid, after this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And these are your crazy stupid... Idiots! Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Thank you for asking, America. We are first going to Texas today. (gasps) You don't say. Yeah, and I want to tell you about holding a grudge. Oof. Not a good idea. Don't hold a grudge. Mm -mm. Because you might end up on Crazy Stupid Idiots. True. Do you ever hold a grudge? Uh, I try not to. Okay. Well, I would like to tell you about a 51-year-old woman named Lori Hines, who is now facing charges after holding a grudge. It's to whom she held the grudge or against whom she held the grudge uh, for that reason, as well as how she expressed her grudge that earned her crazy stupidity and mm. status. She held a grudge against her ex-husband. No. Okay. Someone who's no longer with us. You don't say. (laughs) Um, Is it a famous person? It is. Oh. Is it? Oh, no, it's not. That's your story. (laughs) Do you want to finish the story? No, it's okay. Keep going. No, finish the story. No, 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 no. Finish the story. No, seriously, go. She held a grudge Mm -hmm. against... Mm -hmm. A dead person. A dead person. But why don't you tell us... (laughs) 
what's next. Okay, so. Because then I will share another story. Okay, sounds good. So, she uh, she held a grudge against, <laughs> I'm like, I know this story. I This is this weird. This looks familiar. That we're going to be in Texas. Uh, okay, so her name is Lori Lynn Hines, and she showed up at a funeral home for a uh, a funeral. And actually, I don't know who the person is. I, I don't think we know. We don't need to know. She, um, but she was holding a grudge for a long, long time. And she held a grudge until this guy died. And she decided to express that grudge by walking directly up to uh, his casket. Oh. Leaning in. Oh. And hawking a big loogie. Oh, God. At his deceased body. Did they... Ew. Um, <laughs> did they know her? Or was this so, a random person uh, that no one... People were like, excuse me? According to somebody who was at the funeral, she is somebody who has got some sort of beef with him and his family. That's literally... Those are the details that we know. About whatever this uh, gal's situation is with the passed away human being, um, she she got arrested. She was in jail overnight. They released her on twenty five hundred dollars bond the next day. But she is check this. So just don't think you can deal with yourself in that manner because she is uh, facing a felony charge for abusing a corpse. Um, so, yeah. you know, I bet you would have gotten a lot less time, ma'am, if you had just spit in the face of a, of a, a live person, well, yeah. right? Which is weird, but also Texas. I don't know what the laws are in Texas. I mean, you'd think you would, you lived there, but is mm. this isn't behavior Let that me just tell you, you from the little see. I lived there, I can tell you, I'm not surprised that they would consider it a felony for spitting on a corpse. I, just, I mean, also, I'm not saying you shouldn't hold someone accountable for that. I'm just saying I would hope that if, uh, if you did that to a living person, you might get some more time. I do just feel like if you are fine. Now, this is not this is just not crazy stupidity advice. This is just plain old advice for people of the world. If you find yourself in a place where you are so angry that your expression of that anger is to walk into a place where people are paying their final respects for human being and you are going to unload your spittle upon them. That's really hurting you more than it's hurting anybody. Yeah. So that's my invitation to care for those wounds in the form of a felony. That's going to hurt you. Well, exactly. I mean, but it didn't have to be that way. No, it didn't. You can get no way. I wonder what the, what the grudge was. Oh, I have so many questions. I'm very curious. Yeah. I'm like also, definitely inventing a story in my mind. You find out that the person died and you you shake your fist and go, oh, now I don't have a chance to express my grudge. Well, also. Because they're dead. The person's dead. That's what I mean. So like. like they're not aware. Yeah. That you. And also, like, I kind of feel like, you know, you can't punish somebody more. <laughs> like they're, they're not with us any longer. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. Thank Anywho. you. Where are we going next? Uh, well, we, in fact, are going to Florida. Florida. Now, this is a crazy, stupid, idiot status. Don't worry. It's not in Texas or okay. involving a dead person. Okay. Would you die if I just started telling you that story? <laughs> so, have you ever heard <laughs> story? 
Uh, no. In fact, I want to tell you about a 22-year-old Floridian who has already served prison time for some really nasty stuff. Attempted murder, robbery. Oof. Now, but this person is back behind bars on an assortment of other felony charges. Now, it's not any of the charges uh, that earned this story uh, CSI status. I think it's, um, in this case, people taking issue with the person's name. And I... Oh, Mm-hmm. No, I just love, I understand what you mean. Like the name, is the name the thing that is making the person a yes. crazy, stupid idiot? Okay. Yes. Or at least, you know, people are going, that's interesting. Because the person's first name in this story, and uh, by the way, I'll just tell you, they allege that this person, last name Williams, struck his, uh, well, did a bunch of stuff. Okay. Just, let's just say it was bad. And cops had to perform a pit maneuver to stop the vehicle that he was in, arrested him. They searched his car and found some firearms and drugs and all that stuff. But his first name is Legenius. So I think the, uh, the, Mm -hmm. uh, it's so obvious here is like, maybe he wasn't a genius and found himself back behind bars after uh, one set of crimes, got out of jail and then decided to immediately turn around and commit Another set of crimes. That makes me, you know, I feel like you're asking a kid to live up to a whole lot when you give him a name like Legenius. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I will say that he was booked into county jail for a number of things and is being held in lieu of $77,000 bond. Yikes. Oof, that's not nothing. Although you don't want to blame his parents. No, for but the name, but again, you almost these feel are like the you're tempting fate. You are. You, you really do have to think things all the way through when you name a child because <laughs> you could name them Legenius and they could do something real la dumb, like what this person did. Person did. Lil-legal. Yeah, lil-legal. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. So, um, anyway, like, for example, my parents gave me the name Colleen, which means girl in Irish, and I've been able to fulfill that. Hey, good. Yeah. My name means Broad Meadow. And you are. And my parents had no idea what that meant, so they just liked the name Bradley. Holly? My name is a bush. (laughs) No. Mission accomplished. All right. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Think about it. Want to tell us? Mm. No? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Are we fresh out of crazy, stupid idiots? We are. We are fresh out of crazy, stupid idiots, which means friends that it is time for a game and that game is entitled the throwback what? we're going to do that after this on my talk 1071 yeah this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer bradley trainer and this is 60 minutes no it's actually about 15 minutes and what we're going to do right now is we're going to play a game that game is called the throwback it's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. <laughs> Sweet the leg. I must put a win just one for the Kimmer. Colleen oh, versus Bradley. Oh, Nerd versus Party Girl. Just In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, <laughs> let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly. Robert. We left the group chat, Holly, because you weren't there. And, and I realized just, it was just the two of us looking at each other. But and we do that already. We're in the same room. Yeah. So. She doesn't care, sorry. Well, no, I just <laughs> forgot to turn on my mic. It just it happens to the best of us. Yeah, there's a lot going on. All right. Throwback live at 245. The rules, five vintage pop culture audio clips. First to identify three correctly wins. Call 
Helena Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley! It's so obvious. Uh, we got a total victory tally. Mm, it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers that mean nothing, quite mm-hmm. frankly, but we do it did anyways. I win yesterday? Yeah. Three to one for you. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. did you did I? win. Thank mm-hmm. you. You were the big wiener. Oh, thanks you for letting me be the big wiener. wiener yesterday. Oh, always. <laughs> three eleven for Colleen. Three D one for Bradley. Three D one? Yeah, three D one. Three D one. Three D one. That would be a good name for something. Yeah. No, I don't know what. Well, a droid on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll write to George Lucas. Okay. Yes. I don't think he cares anymore. No, he doesn't. He just cashes checks. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I'm yeah, sorry. He's like, yeah. is this a check? Yeah. No. Put it in the regular <laughs> file. Um, I've got five uh, late 90s, early 2000s ladies singing some ballads for you. Uh, these people would be categorized as quote unquote pop princesses. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pop princesses. Yeah. Princesses. princesses. Uh, some of them A list, some of them B list, some of them, no, maybe you remember them. I don't know. C list? Yeah. <laughs> Here we Naturally. go. Naturally. Okay. Listen carefully. We have to say their name. Yeah. No, you have to describe what kinds of clothes they wear. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I will. Hairstyles. Maybe I will. I mean, if you just went with like low slung jeans mm-hmm. and a crop That's, top, you'd be fine. And a whale tail, you're good. That was the late nineties. The worst. Dingleberries. Holly. <laughs> you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love you. Okay, let's do it. Who's singing here? Colleen. Colleen. Oh, I think that's Mandy Moore. Yeah. Oh, good one. I have no idea what that means, but... Mandy Moore? I was not a Mandy Moore person. Uh, this was uh, this is the theme song from A Walk to Remember. What is that? A movie? I might have just made that up. Is that what it's from? It's not from A Walk to Remember, but she was in that movie, yeah. A Walk to Remember. But this is the theme song of some movie. Yes. Okay, hold on. Now I gotta get to it because it's gonna. Bother I think it might be center stage because there's lots of dancers. Yeah. Or maybe it's nothing and it's just a bunch I of think dancers. I just watched a Mandy Moore episode of Who Do You Think You Are. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, okay. there. It, it is part of a movie, and you know she's just like very concerned and emotive in this video, and it yeah. looks like she's um, kind of constipated. Oh, you're right. It is center stage. All things. Right. All right. I don't know what any of these words mean, but thank you. You know what constipated means. Well, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our second uh, 90s 2000 pop princess singing a ballad. Getting real emotional princess. here. Who's singing in this clip? I'm not a Colleen. Colleen. Britney Spears. I mean, come on. Stop. It's so obvious. Well, now you are, honey. Be free. Uh-huh. Fly free. Is from the movie Crossroads. Don't know it. I think sometimes we forget that she did do some like acty stuff. She's, I think, a, you know, a fun. I, I don't know what kind of actress I would deem her, but I think she is a capable actress. Yeah, yeah. In the right setting. Yeah, she was like on... when she did Saturday Night Live. She was funny. Like she can deliver right. lines. Well, she did. Well, she did, and that's partly because she got her start on the Mickey Mouse Club, yeah. right? So she had to know a little bit about comedic timing. She did. Uh, I think was it Big Bang Theory that she had a. a was guest? it Will and Grace? 
or maybe no, it was Rolling no, Dice. No, that's Lindsay maybe, Lohan. I think it's both. She was funny. I mean, she the one where she played the receptionist. Yeah, that's... Is that Will and I Grace? I that was Will and Grace, but it was, maybe not. She was funny. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Thank you. Next. Not yet a woman. Here we go. Here's Bradley, another. You're not a girl. You don't know. Not yet a woman. Mm. Here's our third song. Colleen and Bradley. Colleen for the hat trick today. Oh. Brad. We're going uh, to... stay trick. Yes, yeah. to stay in the game Taking it up a notch in difficulty. Oh, jeez. Who's singing here? This is how it feels. As we go on. Oh, I know the song. Yeah, me too. All the times we had to Together. I do either, and that just pains me. Samantha Mumba. It's not. Wow, that is a name, though, that you just like pulled out of the ether. Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, uh, that's Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> <laughs> what? What if no. she went ding to that? <laughs> that is vitamin C. <gasps> vitamin C. Oh my gosh! Yes. Didn't she have like orangey red hair? Of course, yeah. because you because, can't oh not. Oh my god! I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is. Vitamin C. Whatever happened to her? Also, vitamin C. I need to look. Yeah, her up. Uh, Colleen Fitzpatrick. Also, you might know her from playing Amber Von Tussle in the original Hairspray movie. Oh. oh my gosh. The yeah. original hairspray with yes. Whoa, I didn't know that. Wow. Do we call her so vitamin C singer, American singer songwriter? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at wow. her. What's she up to? Wow. What are you up to? What are you up to, vitamin C? I think she was a record executive. Colleen. Her name is I know. Colleen. Her name is Colleen. Also, she's she was in a group called Eve's Plum. I some vaguely remember Eve's Plum. I don't know why. An alternative rock oh, band. Oh, no, I don't. Oh I gosh. wouldn't know that. Unless they performed here and I was forced to go because my friends would make me go in the early to mid-90s. I had to go oh. to all this live music that I did not really want to. You probably saw them in some basement somewhere. O'Gara's. Mm-hmm. Or not O'Gara's. Um, okay, I'm going to have to go down that rabbit Eve's hole Plum. later because... I'm still blown away that she was the original Amber right? Von Tussle. Now okay. we know. Now I gotta now go back know. and watch that right. movie again. Oh, yes. Anytime. Congratulations. Oh, wait. No, you no, didn't win. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 2000. You just blew our mind with vitamin yeah. C. All right. We got another pop princess here singing a ballad. Mm, getting in your feelings. Colleen for the win. Brad now for the block. <laughs> Tell me who's singing this song. Colleen. Colleen. That is Jessica Simpson. On my knees. Must have had like a sweet spot for pop princesses yes. of the late nineties. How did you know? Because I don't know any of these voices. This is not. Why doesn't she go back on the road? Cut a single, girl. She did, but she she released music with her autobiography. She did. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know but that. I don't know if she has a hard time now with her lips being. Oh my god. Rude. I love love. Uh, sit under the shade tree with Colleen. <laughs> oh my God, you just totally ripped her lips. 
I did a lip rip. <laughs> oh, but I won. You did. What did she win, Bob? Oh, congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. You just won today's Throwback Live at 245. Your prize today is this Zack Attack cassette tape yes. featuring the Friends music forever. of Zack Attack, the fictional band oh. on Saved by the Bell. Oh, I so thought it was good. like a Zack Efron attack. I, I, I have those on the regular. Okay. I have a Zack Attack. <laughs> uh, let's play the last one just for funsies. I can't believe vitamin C. Like, I couldn't, I didn't even it have. Was there like a vitamin a D? No. Not that I know of. Or uh, vitamin E. Look, that song, Graduation by Vitamin C, sold a million copies. I'm not surprised. Well, like, it's probably graduation songs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, graduation What songs. year was that? Oh, that was in the, the year 1999. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's why, because like that period of my life, I was not listening to pop music. I definitely was. Also, that's the year I graduated from college. I'm surprised that I didn't like I have that say, on a T-shirt. Post college years, I was like listening to like weird club, stuff. Not weird. No, I was listening to like club music, like I, whatever they were playing at the saloon. But they weren't playing Vitamin C. No, no, no. or like Jessica Simpson. Honestly, they maybe they like, were, but not when I was there. Not even the not even the remix. <laughs> what was? That? <laughs> a song. That maybe you heard murder on the dance floor. Are you recognizing? No. Again, but I want the Holly I, Roberts cover. I do too. I want to do someday the throwback live where Holly has to perform all of the sounds. Yeah. Okay, Holly, let's do the last one for funsies. Okay. Before we run out of time, here's another ballad. Tell me you singing. <laughs> That is none other than, not to be confused with other people. Right. Mm -hmm. The singer known. Her name is? Yes. It's the blonde one. Mm. (laughs) Okay. She's blonde. Yep. Christina Aguilera. There you go. Yeah, she's got the runs. She always has the runs. Stop it. See, another reason you can't have those double-decker seats. True. On the airplane that we talked you know, about. Yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback. If you missed it, you can listen yeah. to the podcast. Uh, hey, everybody. Is that Christina Aguilera? Whoa! <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today. Stay safe the out there and be excellent to each other. <laughs> Bye. Bye.